And now it's time for a theatre from Breakfast Show with your host Blake and Lawson. <laughs> what was that? She pulled a sneaky one, Sheldon. Welcome, welcome to the home of appropriation, Faith <laughs> FM. We are just a, so glad. A leprechaun. <laughs> nah, that's awesome. Can you, can you just speak like that for the rest of the show? I, I'll give it to my best shot. All right. Blake, what are you grateful for this morning? Uh, I am so grateful for... Hey, I, said, I, I said do the I can't do the whole thing. Sorry, not the whole thing. I only got little, little bursts of energy there. I want to say two things I'm super grateful for, and I want to talk about it later on in the show more mm. i'm really grateful for faith fm amen uh i was down not in canberra that's where i thought i was going it was actually maruya maruya and we had uh it was for tar and lachlan's wedding mm. which i'm also thankful for that i love mm. weddings they're very fun but then so many people came and talked to me about how faith fm has positively impacted their lives wow and, and not just, like, not a few people. I had people coming at the wedding, coming up to me and praying with me and praying for Faith FM. Wow. I, want some, I have some stories to share uh, later on that I am really, really excited about. So, yeah, what am I thankful for? I'm thankful for people's lives being transformed because of the Faith FM community here, too. Amen. It's exciting. It's really exciting stuff. And you had a good time down there at the wedding. Yeah, but it was... It was kind of it was rainy, and so we had mm-hmm. hardcore prayer that it would not rain for just a little window of the wedding, and it did it. Wow! Just that window, right before it was pouring rain, uh-huh. right afterwards pouring rain, but the window beautiful weather. Amen. <laughs> You're listening to the Breakfast Joe podcast on Faith FM, positively different. I'm next on Faith FM and the news. Birth control is out of control as Aussie fertility rates reach all-time dangerous lows. Mm. Elon Musk might be right. We might not be able to replace ourselves. We just reached 8 billion people this week. That was Johnny Cash, Belshazzar. I love Johnny Cash. Mm. I also love the Faith FM breakfast show with Blake and Lawson. Mm. And the Faith FM Breakfast Show with break with Blake Blake break break Blake with Blake and Lawson quiz question and that's what we're up to right now. Correct. What did the daughters of Zelophehad ask Moses for? Ooh, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text if you know the answer. Our prizes oh. for this week: we have our True Story trilogy. Right here. Just incredible books. We've got A Thousand Shall Fall, Franz Hazel, Ooh. Under the Shadow, the story of Joshua Yunfo Chong. I'm going to say Wait, it's... but A Thousand Shall Fall, you just skipped over. That's my favorite Franz, book. Franz Hazel. Yeah. Powerful story. It's Franz. <laughs> and it's Hassel. Yeah, I don't... It's Franz Hassel. Yeah, that's right. And then finally, The Richest Caveman, the Doug Oh story. Dougie we'll you, we, these are books that we've read. These are books that we absolutely love. And these are books that we believe will inspire you. So 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text. And that question was, what did the daughters of Zelophehad ask Moses for? 
Oh, get old Zalafahad. I think there's a cool nickname in there. Like Zello. 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 Like, hey, Zello. Dude, hey, that's, mate. that's awesome. Do you know I learned that this weekend that uh, the short Aussie version of Murray is Maza. Maz. Yeah, yeah. My 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 cousin is Murray. What about the wedding? And, but we just call him Maz. Well, I saw this kid's name. He was one of the groomsmen. He was like, oh, it's Murray. And then they're like, oh, I just call him Maza. And I was Maza. like, call him what? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, Maza. And I was like. What word is coming out of your mouth? <laughs> Maza. Maza's coming out of my mouth. And I was like, good on you, Maza. You weren't about it. You Well, it was just like a weird kind of different. You're adding letters that don't is, exist. There's so, things happening here. I, I just couldn't handle it. Is, are there like, is there a prevalence of Murray's in the United States? Is that like a no, I've never name? heard of Murray in my life, actually. Murray was a, like, oh, what? That's a cool name. Really? Never met a Murray. Very Australian name. Ah, oh, yeah. uh, okay. Well, my cousin. It, it was Murray and Mick. Or it was Muzza and Mick. These were the two people who were there. Mick is just short for Michael. Well, I know that, but no one is called Mick in America. True. Yeah. Fair enough. It's like the Crocodile Dundee guy. My cousins are Murray and Marie. Their brother and sister. Murray <laughs> and Marie. Why would, why would an their epic, parents do that? There's such an epic way to name it. It's so good. It's so good. We went four-wheel driving once, and there was in one car, uh-huh. and we were all like trying to speak to them on the walkie-talkies, but in the one car we had Murray, Marie, Anne Marie, and Anne Marie. Oh wow, that's the, difficult. Now that is <laughs> that's <laughs> so that's a tongue. This which tongue is really there. like Muzza, Mazi, Miza. And Mesa. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, that's nope. no, it's it's kind of lame. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> so, Blake, Blake, you're kind of missing the mark here. Missing the but, mark. <laughs> hey, you're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM, and we have some positively different news. We're going to talk about amazing women doing amazing things. We are. actually. I'm going to talk about that later on as well, too. Dude, awesome. It's an amazing women story day at Faith FM. Yeah, shout out women. For, for being amazing. And uh, we have some stories of some incredible women. The first one that I have here, it's about a woman uh, who is not just a woman, but a young woman. Her name is Leanne Fun, and she's from San Diego, California, which I understand is your favorite place to surf. I do. Well, maybe not my favorite, but I love. San I do Di- love San Diego. Oh, Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. Is my That's favorite. the spot. Yeah, yeah. But she's from San Diego, California. San Diego's good. Though. She's 14 years old, and she's just won. You know the company 3M that does all yeah, like the tape and like of yeah. The company 3M they had this like they're young, holding together most of my stuff. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Uh, 3M they have this young scientist uh, award. It's like $25,000 award that they give to people who do amazing things. This 14-year-old girl from San Diego, Leanne Fun, has won it by creating headphones that treat ear infections using blue light. Whoa. So you just chuck these things over your ears, very similar to the headphones we're wearing now. Uh You know, just uh think of over-ear headphones. And they emit like a strong blue light and break down bacteria in the year really with like an, an incredible effectiveness now ear infected ear infections uh i found out across the world like killed 21,000 people annually and oh. affect like 700 million people which is a lot of people For in our, sure. in our 8 billion you know yeah today as today, of today, as of today it's of a us. little under one-tenth of the population every year suffer from an ear infection and twenty-one thousand of those people die right. but 
ear infections are like the worst. Mm. Oh, they're just terrible. But yeah, these these headphones, as I said, they give off blue light, and their, spe- their specific mm. role is to kill the bacteria because that's what's causing the infection ultimately. Is all that bacteria up in there? Speaking of San Diego as well, too. Like I have surfed there, and I've literally gotten an ear infection from surfing in San Diego. I just wish I would have known this girl. Yeah. Back then. But she, she probably was like she could have eight back then. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> correct. <laughs> so that was like ten years ago. I was surfing there. So, but yeah, she has won this award, received a very generous and amazing cash cash prize, and has now been scouted by 3M. There, you know, as she's drawn up the patent and whatnot to put these into further production and to <laughs> and to make this like an actual medical tool that people that doctors can prescribe because uh, based on the research they, they've done a number of like clinical trials um well some smaller trials just under her right. but now they've expanded into doing some clinical trials and if the clinical trials continue to show the amazing results that they were showing in their initial stages then this girl could be the inventor of a device of a medical tool that's prescribed to everyone who gets an ear infection but i want to know how deep is the bass boost on these headphones <laughs> they don't play music oh come on that, was, that would be so funny be like like, like got, curing your ear infection while you're just bumping out some tunes yeah listen to faith fm but then because they don't play music you like got your blue light headphones on and then you put like earbuds on underneath and but then just totally cancel out they're blue. They're in. They're uh, their properties. Properties yeah. exactly. They're. They might want to look into. They might want to look into some audio versions. That would be epic. Yeah, it would. And you can just yeah be bumping music while. Maybe uh, hey Shell, could we maybe look into some sort of like producer deal with Faith FM and them to like create like a product that we kind of collaborate on, like yeah. Faith FM headphones that cure yeah. ear. Because we have so much to contribute to that collaboration, 100%. right? Like we could we, the power of prayer and content. Yep. Yeah. So they, we, they can put in the headphones every morning. We're here. Absolutely. Which is like the afternoon over there. They've got their headphones <laughs> on, sleeping overnight, and they wake up to our voices. We're like, this hey, is a what's up? It's this the is breakfast clearly show. a win-win, dude. This is this is our next step. Now you said women. Yes. Who's next? I've got another woman here who is doing amazing thing. Her name is Preet Chandi. And she has been... Wait, Preach? Preet? Oh, Preet Chandi. Okay. Preet okay. Chandi. Preet I think Chandi. it's like Preet or Preet, something oh, like Preet. this. It seems yeah. like Preet. P-R-E-E-T. Yeah, that sounds like She Preet. is from the UK of, you know, uh, West Asian background, which is pretty common in the UK. And she is just absolutely killing it on the front of Antarctic trekking, okay? She is the foremost, like, record-holding women in almost every category of Antarctic hiking and navigation. Talking about down south. That's right, Antarctica. Wow. So she she's done a lot of different things, like, you know, all kinds of different treks, but now she is setting off on the first ever unsupported, unassisted hike across Antarctica by herself. She's going right now. Yep. It, it's like turning into winter over there. Yep. How long is that going to take? Sometime. Well, I would be doing that in the summertime. She wants to get it done over the period of 75 days. Right in the middle of winter. That's that's the challenge. Again, this <laughs> no, lady. For, no, Antarctica is the challenge. It doesn't matter when you go. 
it's going to be challenging. But she's going at the most challenging time. She is, again, the foremost, greatest Antarctic trekker there is. Well, I can see that now. Well, as uh, you know, she'll be the first woman unassisted to cross Antarctica. It's 1,100 kilometers. That's 1,100 more than I've walked. (laughs) Traveling. (laughs) And she is just... Aiming to smash it out in 2021, she she did. Um, there's like a particular track over there. It's not across Antarctica. She did in 40 days. She's like set all these different records. But yeah, she's she's gonna go get it done. Wow! So shout out her. That's definitely something inspirational and aspirational. I'd, I'd love to do something like that. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. At Blake, say it with me. I'm an American, and I don't know how geography works, okay? Okay. I want to hear those words come out of your mouth. I don't want to admit it, but uh, we've had a caller come in, and I'm an American, Uh and I don't know how geography works. Uh I got confused. I got got flipped upside down. Mm Antarctica is going into the summer. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I apologize. I know. I get, yeah, I understand. I, and here's the big issue. Uh, I have had a long weekend (laughs) and my whole world is upside down right now. So I thought North was South and South was North because I've been dealing with some heavy statistics Mm -hmm. and we're going to go over those in just Mm -hmm. a minute after the quiz. I'm really glad that a listener called in. I was really, you know, I was, I was hoping I was, I was, I was praying in my heart. I I was I was, catch you uh, out. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but hey, right now it is time for our second question. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall blank. 0491-064-669. We've got some options here. It's multiple choice. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall obtain mercy. Or blessed are the pe- peacemakers... For they shall see God. So be comforted, be called the children of God, obtain mercy, or see God. That's Zero, a tough one. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text if you know the answer. If you do, you will go into the draw to win our pack of incredible biographies and true stories about people of faith being incredibly blessed. We have The Richest Caveman, A Thousand Shall Fall, and Under the Shadow. We give you these absolutely for free. You can read them and be totally blessed by these amazing books. Yeah, the biographical trifecta. Mm -hmm. Correct. (laughs) I'm excited about that. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, what's happening in the world of Everything. Well, okay, look, we're just going to... Things are going to get crazy. So I went down to this wedding. Everyone's talking, having fun. We're having a good time. And a very unfun conversation comes up from one of my friends about total fertility rate. So I just want to talk about that for a little bit before we get into these really kind of crazy statistics. Essentially, uh, today, as you may have realized... uh, there are 8 billion people on the earth. Ooh. So we're just like, yeah, everything seems good. Like babies are just flying out. Like it just seems that's what we mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case. Mm-hmm. The total fertility rate, TFR, is the average number of children born to a woman in her lifetime. So, you know, that number is the average to each woman born in her lifetime, TFR. Mm-hmm. It hit a record low of 1.59 in Australia in 2020. Then it rebounded slightly to 1.7 per woman last year. But the TFR is below what's known as the 
replacement number. I've heard mm-hmm. Elon Musk talk about this a lot, actually, of 2.1. So get this. So we went to 1.59 in 2020. We had a little rebound, 1.7. But the but the number for just replacement, not increase, is 2.1. So the so that's the figure needed to replace population. If these rates continue below 2.1 over the next few decades without immigration, the Australian population will significantly shrink. Mm. Okay. Another, so that's like one thing. Another issue, uh, is fertility rates across the world are dropping from their peak in the 1950s. After the 1950s, babies were just, it was the baby boom. We're called yeah. boomers, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but fertility rates are below replacement number as well. Basically, Europe, North America, parts of Asia, it's it's not just an Australian-only mm-hmm. issue. Absolutely. Even in Africa, where fertility rates are comparatively high, there is a sustained decline. Mm. Uh, Dr. Lynn, Ellen Charles Edwards from University of Queensland says, we have now reached peak child. There will never be more children alive on the earth than there are today. Woof. That's a crazy thought. Yeah. Okay. Now, now I want to get into some statistics that are really crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me explain how this works. So the Australian Bureau of Statistics have recently released uh, basically the number of births, and they do this in the middle of the next year for the last year. So we're looking at 2021 and all of the births that have happened 10 years prior to that. So for the last decade, right? So for all of Australia, essentially we've had between you know twenty four thousand to uh, twenty six thousand births per month per year. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? So mm-hmm. in January, normally we have about twenty five thousand. February we got normally twenty four thousand. You know, uh, March twenty four twenty five thousand. Right. Mm. So this year actually. In the beginning of the year, we had record numbers for Australia in 2021. So these are 2021 statistics. 24,000 in January, 24,600 in February, and March, nearly 28,000. So we're thinking, oh, this is great. Our birth rates are up. Everything's happening. Everything's exciting. But there's another story behind the scenes. So this is, got to remember what's happening in the world. This is 2021, Jan, Feb, March, record numbers. So the overall number for the year is comparatively normal, right? But something happens after October. There was only 23,000. And then November, for all of Australia, a stark decline to 18,000 in November, right? Mm. So now remember, it's never, ever gone below 22,000 per Mm. month, ever, for like since 1975. Wow. We just hit 18,000. December last year, one-third of that, we only had 6,000 births in the entire country. Wow. Now, check this out. This is where it gets even crazier. New South Wales, right? So we look at New South Wales. It's essentially between seven to 8,000. We've never dropped below 7,000 in over a decade. For, mm-hmm. So I'm talking about every month for every year for the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. November, we hit 6,000. December, 3,000. Wow. Half. Half of the lowest number that we've had in a decade. (laughs) It gets crazier. In Queensland, we've basically never gone below 4,000 in the last decade. But November, we go to 3,900, right? 
So we dropped below this 4,000 number that we've never dropped below ever before. Then December 2021, they only have 1,700 mm-hmm. in all of Queensland. Ba- basically, this is like a 75% population drop, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, then we also have, so South Australia basically going from you know 1,500 to 600. Mm-hmm. In, uh, I'm looking over here at Western Australia, which normally has basically between 2,000 to uh, even 4,000 sometimes. This one... In November, it goes to 2,000, right? Which is a low. This is usually nor- normally 2,500. It goes to 2,000. In December of 2021, they only had 500 births. Wow. But now, this is the one that's the craziest. Now, you got to be thinking to yourself, and I want our listeners to think about this as well. And, and if you have some theories on why this is happening, text us at 0491-064-669 because this is the kicker that really made me think, Wow. Something is amiss. Something is not the way that it should be. Mm -hmm. In Victoria, they have never had under 6,000 births ever Mm -hmm. for over a decade. Mm -hmm. And and really not since 1975, Mm -hmm. right? And you can go check out these these statistics on your own. They dropped below 6,000 in November 2021 to 3,430. December 21... They had 21 births. 21. No way. Yeah. Uh, that, that, these are the numbers that are on the Australian Bureau of Statistics right now. 21 births in the entire month. Now, remember, each month used to be around 6,000. In November, it drops to 3,000. In December, it drops to 21 babies that were born healthily. That's it. Just 21. I am shocked. This means that... Whatever is happening, and I don't want to get too conspiratorial or too, mm-hmm. you know, uh, too out there, but I want to let our listeners share their thoughts on this because this is a serious issue. Our total fertility rate is dropping in. Uh, it's basically a waterfall right now. Mm. We've just gone from six thousand births per month in a normal year for the last decade to twenty-one births. Those are literally six thousand babies that would normally be born that do not exist in the state. Of Victoria. Mm. So if you have some thoughts on why this might be, please text us at 0491-064-669. But this total fertility rate is an issue because we're not having healthy babies mm. and the fertility rate in our country, it's an it's an epidemic. This is huge. These are huge numbers that have never happened before. It's we talk about the pandemic that has happened before. Mm. This is a far more serious issue for the future of Australia. Mm. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Here with Blake and Lawson while we're dealing with some crazy statistics, mm. but we're also dealing with some quiz questions that Lawson's right. going to share with us. How many people were baptized on the day of Pentecost? Ooh. 0491-064-669. That's the number to call or text if you know the answer. If you do, you'll go into the draw to win our prizes, our trilogy of incredible biographies, The Richest Caveman, The Doug Bachelor Story, A Thousand Shall Fall, The Story of Franz Hassel, and... Under the Shadow, the story of Joshua Yin Fo Chong um, and Eunice uh, Ti Chin uh, as they were yeah, in an incredible you know, journey of 
faith. But hey, 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer. And again, that question was, how many people were baptized on the day of Pentecost? I just got to read a quick text, really quick. I know we normally wait, but I got to read this one because I've got a teammate. Mm-hmm. Braden says, so what you're saying, Lawson, is that you didn't pick it up either. And I believe he's talking about Antarctica. Boom, boom, boom. No, of course, of course, I picked it up. No, I was, I was hoping that. No, nope. Brayden, I believe with you. I'm, I'm on your side. We're on a team. Uh, anyway, <laughs> no defense, Lawson. We have to do the interview now because we have Aaron, who used to have a different last name than mm-hmm. I knew her with, but now it's Keegan on the line. Aaron, how's it going? Good morning, and yes, I am rocking this different surname. How good is it getting married? I love I, these last eighteen months have been a whole new chapter of life. Uh-huh. Absolutely, amazing. That's awesome. Um, Aaron, were you listening to our previous segment about you know we're talking about declining birth rates in Australia, and you know we just personally want to know will you contribute um, to helping this problem now that you're married? Congratulations, my God willing, we would love to contribute to the uh, Australian population. (laughs) Amen, sister. Amen. Anyways, interview time. (laughs) Okay, well... So, we'll bring this back to my husband after he wakes up, right? Yeah, That's let, right. Let, let him know. Hey, Listen, uh, it was a burning question. Uh, this is a direct uh, a directive from Faith FM. <laughs> Make a difference in Australia today. <laughs> uh, okay, so, so sorry. So, Aaron, uh, we see that you are a nursing lecturer from Avondale University. You've been working at Cedarville Health and Lifestyle Retreat in the Southern Highlands, which are beautiful i gotta say i absolutely love those down there um what they ask you are this? yep stunning. <laughs> they are stunning absolutely so what made you take time off from uh the academic world everything that you've been doing uh as a i guess a nursing professor that's what i would call you from america uh to now work at a health <laughs> health retreat Hey, thanks for the job promotion. Not quite a nursing professor, but uh, definitely a nursing lecturer. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so this really uh, planted, I guess, in my heart a couple of years ago when I first went to my um, initial health retreat experience, which was Sozo Health Retreat up in the North New South Wales Conference. Um, It's a pop-up style that happens a couple of times each year all over the state. And... um, yeah, just a really special experience. I had just gone through a big heartache at the time and um, heard about the the whole person healing, and I really needed that. I really needed physical and emotional healing and spiritual healing and just to be loved mm-hmm. on and, and find who I was again. And so after that experience as a guest, I had the opportunity to go back twice as a nurse on the staff team. And then um, after being in academia, this opportunity came up to come back here after a few years of being away from it. And I thought, you know what? Here I am, uh, you know, in the hospitals, I guess, to give out pills all day. And that that area of healthcare is needed and it's real. But how cool would it be to teach people how to stay out of hospitals mm. and how to teach them how to cook healthily and run exercise classes and help reduce stress and, and weight um, in many other ways. Going back to those, Eight laws of health, the new start principles, you know, nutrition, exercise, sunlight, eating things in balance, fresh air, all of those kind of no-brainer things that we all know are good for us, but we struggle to put into practice. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. that's where a lot of disease really comes from. So 
it's been very empowering to get back on the front line and to actually see measurable changes in, you know, our, our programs down here at Cedarvale at this health retreat on the Southern Highlands go from four nights to 12 nights. And even in such a short space of time, it's crazy to see um, how people's lives can really turn around in that amount of time. So I just have a, a question here. I'm trying to process. I know the general area of the Southern Highlands, but help mm. me understand where that is. Yeah, so it's about two hours south of Sydney. So um, it's near Kangaroo Valley, but you may know Barrel or Nowra or Wollongong, all those mm. kind of areas. It's super pretty. Yeah. We have absolutely loved exploring down here because we hadn't really, I guess, explored much south of Sydney before, so... Very aesthetic part of the state. So I just drove up from Maruya through Batemans Bay and Nowra. Do you know Nowra? Yes. Okay. Yes. Is it anywhere near that? Batemans Bay. You're in the vicinity. Okay. Cool. It's so beautiful down there. I we were we were just sitting there. Batemans Bay especially is just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, And the whole drive up. It's so interesting to me how the drive up looks just like the drive down as you get closer to Sydney. You get into kind of those mountains and those trees and the rocks, and I'm mm. like, "Hey, this looks familiar," but it's like the reverse. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 very quite, interesting all around that area. It is quite similar to the Blue Mountains. The waterfalls yeah. really reminds people of that, and I think you know when you're trying to de-stress and unplug from mm-hmm. burnout and um, the stresses of life, where better place to be than in nature and surrounded by waterfalls? Absolutely, getting. I just saw the three sisters uh, a couple of. Uh, probably two weeks ago for the first time in my life. And they were some big sisters. Let me just say that. And they're beautiful. (laughs) Uh, So that was over there in the Blue Mountains. But I I have a question here. So you're talking about this health retreat here in Cedarville. Why do people actually, like, why would you go to a health retreat? This is probably only for people who are, like, super sick, right? What is the purpose of this? So to be honest, the vast, amount of people who come through are coming in for stress or burnout, Um, heaps of people just needing rest, relaxation, getting back on track, you know, maybe they've fallen off the bandwagon of putting um, healthy exercise and diet uh, behaviors in place. We know that um, a huge amount of people come trying to kick those sugar habits and, you know, caffeine has just ramped up or alcohol, even cigarettes. Um, a number of people come just needing to detox off those. And then, um, of course, weight loss is one of the major um, motivators, as is, surprisingly, um, anxiety and depression and grief. And, um, wow. you know, a number of people, they, they're looking for a health retreat on Google, but um, they don't want one that has yoga. And that's when ours or here at Cedarvale or Sozo comes up in the top of their list. Um, and others have started, you know, a health journey, but they need some more ideas in, you know, how can I incorporate more whole food plant-based meals into our family's diet? How can I bring out the flavors in this cooking? Give me some tips. Give me some clues. Give me some support. So a huge amount of reasons. Uh, so it, it, this Cedarvale Health Retreat, uh, it's called Cedarvale Health and Lifestyle Retreat. Uh, it, it's it's an Adventist run. Uh, people may know about Seventh Adventists. It's an Adventist run place. Do you have to be an Adventist to actually go? Absolutely not. So okay. most of the guests who come here are not um, Adventists. They may be from a different denomination or secular. And it's interesting because you know in Luke. 
chapter 5, verse 31 in the Bible, it says, um, Jesus comments and he makes um, a statement saying, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. You know, and so it's been quite um, interesting for me as a regular churchgoer um, to be surrounded by people who don't know about God at all. And yet as they come off, um, I guess the substances that have been really clouding their minds, whether it's, you know, caffeine or alcohol or cigarettes or whatever it is, as they detox off, they start asking these questions, um, you know, what, what makes you guys so different? Why are you so kind? Why do you help each other? Why is there no bickering? Why do you go the extra mile for me? Um, and as they, you know, detox and the, the brain fog lifts, um, they might start to dig into some um, difficult things from their past that leads to spiritual questions. And it's been so fascinating to see, you know, like Jesus um, very much uh, went, you know, teaching in the synagogues and then preaching the good news and healing every disease and sickness. We get this from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 4, verse 23. And so really health is the right arm of the gospel. And we have seen here firsthand how people who have no, you know, claim to have no spiritual interest, when it gets down to the nitty gritty, a number of those people will ask questions by the end of their time here because God is knocking on their, on their heart. Wow. I, I you know, I'm, I'm kind of interested myself, actually. Like, what would it look like for, like, let's just say I went down there for, uh, a treatment. What would like a day in the life of Blake walking through Cedarvale uh, Health and Lifestyle Retreat look like? <laughs> awesome, Blake. I love it. Well, uh, breakfast would be served in the morning, which is breakfast like a king, lunch like a queen, and dinner like a pauper. In the mm. morning, there is a health presentation, and we run through um, the tip, the complete health improvement program here, as well as Dan Morton's lift project, which will be familiar to our um, Lake Macquarie listeners that's gone through being run by the council there. And then there's a cooking class or demonstration in the morning, an exercise class. It might be aqua aerobics, it might be a waterfall tour, it might be a light resistance class or stretch session. And then after lunch, the afternoon is full of massages, hydrotherapies, clay wraps, saunas, detoxing treatments. And then after dinner, there's... um, yeah, a more interactive health program in the evening and then the opportunity to get to bed super early, which is such a, um, a lovely surprise for the parents who come and they just say, I don't have to cook anything. The meals just appear. It's amazing. I don't mm. have to clean up. The rooms are clean. I get to bed at a decent time. And the opportunity all throughout the day as well to head outdoors and get some of that fresh air, basking in the sun, do some reading, and, um, yeah, have a wellness coaching session and be able to really put some good goals and strategies um, in place to go home with being armed with new knowledge as well. Well, I mean, as soon as you said massage therapy and saunas, uh, I was pretty much hooked from that point forward. So <laughs> that sounds absolutely amazing. Uh, for, but what about for you personally? Like, how have you grown as a health professional uh, in the time that you've spent down there in Cedarville? Yeah, definitely different to nursing in a hospital. Um, and so being able to get trained in taking health histories um, during the consult, the group facilitation of the chip and the lift projects has been fascinating just to see those adult learning characteristics come into play. Um, I've been trained in hydrotherapy and massage, which are not normally parts um, of a registered nurse's job. Mm-hmm. I run exercise classes and 
um, the whole food plant-based cooking classes, helping out with those. And then down here, I also took some training in uh, becoming a wellness coach. And so those have been real extensions of the job, I guess, um, taking registered nursing back to primary healthcare and the health promoters approach has been very refreshing to um, get back out in nature and back on the front line, but in a very different way. So if you are, let's say we have some listeners who are health professionals, would you encourage them to do a time like or a season of work at a health retreat or, or just to visit as a, uh, as a guest? Like would that help expand uh, their, their abilities and their skills in their profession? 100%. Uh, so, yes, what it can teach health professionals of many different disciplines because, of course, a multidisciplinary approach is needed um, to help guests holistically move forward in their health journey. Um, but it really does empower guests to take control of their health and stay out of hospitals. So this type of, of work is really suited to the health professionals who are um, mission-minded and happy to get back out on the front line um, it's been exciting to see how the Adventist health message is so wanted and needed by our community to the point where they're willing to pay for it and there are waiting lists on the programs because it's so popular. And I think that's really encouraging and affirming. Um, for those health professionals who are committed to a full-time job, Sozo Health Retreat is a pop-up style where you take one week of leave um, you know, every couple of months throughout the year to volunteer your time and work there. Seed of our health retreat is more of a long-term um, approach. So it's obviously set up permanently. There's a, a beautiful 150-acre property with multiple waterfalls on site. And so you come here for um, six months, a year, a couple of years, and you can just do a season of uh, experiencing what it's like to train in um, a health retreat style. So this is, uh, it also includes a student program well, um, where Aaron, someone I, who's maybe I'm, looking for... I'm sorry to cut you off here, but we are just running out of time on uh, Faith Ed, But it sounds awesome. Want to go to Cedarville, and it sounds like an incredible place to go. Thank you so much for joining us. This is One Glory, who at my door is standing. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.